Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Today on the Zabecast, why I am suddenly a devoted Alex Atarian, plus more cheating in baseball, Robbie Cano, one-year suspension. I chatted with Doc Emmerich today, who's got a book out. He was, of course, fantastic. Notorious J-A-Y joins me, and that piece of diaper on your face, it's worthless. It's science. Your high test, not street legal, 30-minute plus dose of me is locked and loaded, so buckle up, and let's go. (laughs) Here we go. Thursday, November 19th, 2020, thank you for downloading. Let's get right to it. Alex Smith was fantastic last Sunday for the Washington football team, and I have changed my mind on him and the future of the position for the team. I think I said back on Friday of last week, I think it was Friday before the game, we need to start sucking faster. In other words, let's get through this inevitable Alex Smith cycle in which he is eventually going to play poorly and prove to be that he can't play at a high level anymore, and then we'll focus on who is going to be the next quarterback of this team. Whether it's going to be Dwayne, unlikely, or not, but let's let's go. We're we're burning daylight here. We're wasting our time. We're spinning our wheels at 2-7. and And then he went out and did what he did on Sunday. And I believe I changed my mind. Now, maybe it was Monday that I said we need to start sucking sooner or start sucking faster. I I forget exactly what day it was because the days are now blurring by me so fast. But that said, I got a different perspective today listening to the great Brian Baldinger break down one of his many outstanding throws this past weekend in a loss. I understand that. But of all the culprits in the loss, you would not point to Alex Smith as one of them. Take and listen to this minute and 18-second clip, and I'll tell you why I'm now a fully devoted Alex Atarian going forward. On third and five in the third quarter, Alex Smith made this throw to Steve Sims. 
for 23 yards into this honeycomb hole is perfect throw. Alex Smith ran 45 plays for 293 yards, four straight scores, 24 points, 21 first downs. Do you realize that it was two years ago today, November 18th, 2018, when Alex Smith shattered his leg? 17 operations. Doctors said, we're not trying to save your leg. We're trying to save your life. Infections, septic infections. Two years later from today, he's doing this with these legs. See, when Alex Smith throws a football, it's more than a football. He's telling you everything is possible in this world. Everything is possible. And anything is possible when you can come back. Go look at the pictures of the leg. Go watch the documentary. Go see what he went through to make that throw to Steve Sims. Let's honor Alex Smith today in this Washington football team. They got life. Amen to that. I listen to that. I think about it. And I say to myself, how could I ever have been against Alex Smith? How could I have ever doubted him or bet against him? So let's ride it. Let's ride it as long as he's playing well, objectively well, despite the wins or losses. Even if we roll into week 17 with no more wins than today, two and 13, let's go with him for the final week of the season. If he wants to play next year and he wants to stay in Washington, we work out a deal. We're not going to carry him at $26 million or whatever his current cap number would be. We renegotiate and say, here's a number we can live with. If he wants to roll into training camp and compete for the job with whoever it is, Dwayne Haskins, another quarterback that's been drafted, so be it. I'm all for it. I have finally been converted to being a full Alexitarian, and I am going to say it right here. Let's roll with this guy. He has done something truly miraculous. Baseball, Robinson Cano, one-year suspension for another PED drug test. Ding! What a shocker, huh? It's like guys are still cheating in baseball. All this testing, all this crackdown, and it's like you can't stop cheating. It's unbelievable. But then again, it's very believable. You know, that's the bottom line. And uh, the Mets, uh, another thing they're going to have to flush from their past, they may not have to pay him based on the language of the deal uh, that he signed. But, man, you talk about a series of, of terrible deals by one baseball team. The Mets have a very long list. Doc Emmerich, the great Doc Emmerich, was a guest this afternoon on my show in D.C. on Team 980, and he, of course, was just wonderful and hypnotic to listen to over the other end of the phone line. He's promoting his new book, uh, which is uh, called, uh, let's see here. I have it up here. Hold on a second. Let me get it straight. Uh, Off mic. How a kid from basketball-crazed Indiana became America's NHL voice. I asked him at any point, did uh, I asked him at any point, I said, did you have any producer, any program director, any TV guy try to change your style? And he said no, but he did say he went to a vocal specialist, a, I, I don't know what her title was, but she was very famous, charged a lot of money, had worked with people like Oprah and some others, and she listened to a tape of his radio hockey play-by-play call, 
And he went through a bup, 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 rattling off of all this stuff. And he talks about the sound that the tape recorder, the cassette tape made when she hit stop. He said, and this was so great, classic uh, Doc Emmerich. He said, it stopped with a thunderous clack. And she then just said to me, well, you got it all in. And he said, I thought at first that was a compliment, but I quickly realized that it was not. She basically said, you're going to have to learn to say less. I would like to see a vocal specialist to teach me how to use my diaphragm better, to put less strain on my voice. I just don't know where to go. I don't know who to seek. If you know anybody, if you're listening and you are somebody, if you know somebody in my area, this is a very uncharted territory for me. But I would like to do that, aside from this current GERD condition, which is <clears throat> tweaking out my vocal cords. And by the way, I, I don't feel terrible in my voice. It, it sounds terrible. I know it feels like I must be in pain. Uh, there's no burning. There's no inflammation. There is no clear sort of uh, you know heartburn coming up. There's no acid, I feel. It's silent. Uh, but the doctor did look at my vocal cords, said the vocal cords look fine. They said there was just some, uh, she said there was just some inflammation around the area of my vocal cords that uh, is due to GERD. And so I'm taking the medication and it's been uh, one week. It's been one week since I looked at you. Uh, so there's all that. All right, let's go ahead and set the table for our man, Notorious J-A-Y. Interrupting your NBA draft watching, I apologize. Hello, Notorious J-A-Y. Hello, first pick off the board. Uh, Has it begun yet? Yes. First pick off... Anthony Edwards from Georgia is your number one pick. And your thoughts on that are? I have never seen him play. (laughs) I'm sad to say I probably haven't seen him either. Maybe a highlight or two. Georgia basketball is not really on my mind. I don't have Georgia on my my mind. I see what you did there. But the fact that he said he doesn't even like basketball, I'm sure that I I guess. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, he said if if, – he could play football. He would do it tomorrow. What? He doesn't watch. He doesn't watch basketball or even really like it that much. What? But he's your number one pick. So. <laughs> when? When did he say all this? Hopefully, this was in interviews that came out this week. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a little bit dicey right there. <clears throat> that's a, a stark contrast to uh, Kobe Bryant, who wrote a whole love poem, "Dear Basketball." Yeah, and he doesn't really. I, most of these guys, everybody has a, well, I don't know about this guy. Like, he doesn't have a consistent jump shot, which I would think is be, would be something that I would be wary of if I was drafting someone. But that's just me. Call me crazy. No, you're but not, he plays you're not de- crazy. He, he plays defense, though. That's what everybody yeah. is very happy about him yeah. about. He, so. he has played defense so far in college. Let's amend it. He's played college defense so far in what they've seen. Let's see how much defense he plays in the league now that he's got number one money stacked up like cheddar in the bank. Yes. Uh, he's got the, yeah, by the way, he's got the obligatory shirt that someone made for him, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> A bespoke shirt? Uh, I don't, I wish I could tell you what it was. Now he has a Timberwolves shirt on. Never mind. 
It wasn't right. what he had on early. But go ahead. On, on this date uh, in 1986, November 18th, Juran Juran released their fourth studio album titled Notorious. <laughs> That's where this song comes from. Uh, thank you to uh, Seahawk Dude at Seahawks88 for sending this out in advance of tonight's taping. So very much on time and on the money. Uh, Notorious uh, for 1986. Taking you back, Casey Kasem, to 1986 (laughs) in this long-distance dedication. What would I have been doing in November of right now? Oh, it would be basketball practice of some sort, yeah. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So Robinson Cano got caught for cheating Again, a second with time. PEDs, like the 80 game initial suspension was not enough of a deterrent. He kept juicing and went right back to it afterwards. What a shocker, huh? Well, if you have $190 million in the bank, who cares if you get caught? Okay, well, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, forfeit, my, I'll forfeit money this year. Okay. He is going to lose $24 million. Only $24 that's a lot, though. Not for him. Yeah, it is. It's a lot for anybody. Twenty-four million. Twenty-four million. Robinson Cano signed. Let me see that. Yeah, I, I know you're now. You're you're committing the cardinal sin of counting other people's money, and this is what people that say, "Well, who cares if Giannis gets forty million a year or thirty-five million a year? It's so much money; it doesn't matter." Well, maybe it matters to him. You know, we don't know. And not it everybody just went to Robinson Cano. He would not have taken PEDs. I, well, then. okay, now that okay, now you're onto something. That's a key question. Why would a guy who can play baseball, right? He's well, already the best got second baseman I've seen <clears throat> in the last ten years. Right. Yes. Why? Why would you not say, you know what? Uh, PEDs will make me better, but I don't need to be better. I've already got a huge contract, so let me just do you know more reps and eat skinless chicken, like Galdi likes to say. And do it the old-fashioned way. Because they work. <laughs> do you think they work? Do you think they work the whole time so that he was never any good without steroids or without PEDs? Ten years, two hundred and forty million dollars. That's Robinson Cano's contract. Yeah. Uh, yes, he took them because they worked for him. Yeah. Well, and uh, and, and you had uh, the situation of uh, uh, you know Brody went Brody went. God, male voice. I'm so sorry, Jeff. I should just want me to do it by myself. I'll talk to myself. Serenity fucking now. I'm telling you, man. It just, it's like tripping over your own feet every five seconds. It's like having a stutter. It is. I do, right? I kind of feel like I have a stutter no, right now. No offense to anyone who stutters. Let me say that. Sorry. Uh, you know what? If you take offense, fuck you. I mean, I'm in the business of, I don't care about you taking offense. Of course, we didn't mean it in a mean way. Uh, but yeah, okay. Uh, that said, uh, Robinson Cano, cheater. Okay, noted. Moving right along, as I am uh, uh, now uh, all out of swords. What do you want to talk about tonight? <laughs> wait, wait, that one thing tripped you up. Your voice cracked and tripped you up. Yeah. <laughs> wait. A also, have you guys heard for? And, and this is the last time I'm going to mention this. Have you guys heard from Intercom yet? It is now Wednesday. No. They're supposed to. No. They're so professional that they haven't gotten in contact with anybody yet? Uh, They apparently got in contact with one board op and said they would hire him. One board op. They may end up hiring one board op and throwing away everybody else. 
Okay. So I, I, I just had to. I just had to ask. That. I mean, Sorry. why? Why? What? Would you be nervous if your entire job and career hung in the balance and you hadn't heard from the new company in two weeks' time when they said when the, when the old company said, "Don't worry, these new guys they're not going to let grass grow under their feet. They're going to be getting a hold of you in the coming days." That I would be well when they took over and they kept me. I'd be worried and said, "This is the kind of outfit that they run. That it's Wednesday of the week." But we don't Before know. Take over. We don't know the legality of it. Like they okay. may, they may be waiting to f- get the keys to the building. You know, they okay. may not get the keys to the building till Monday, and then they can start reaching out. You know, I'm not going to read too much into it. I do. I do have a question, a football question for you right now. At the, it, 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 we're in the turn of the football season. We're at the the, the half mile. Yes. Who right. is your MVP of the league? I don't give a shit. I don't play that game. Uh, who's the best player? Who's had the yeah, best how season? That? How about uh, that? Who's had Pat- the best Pat- season? Patrick right Mahomes. Now? Why? Is that an argument? No, because I was like, that fucking Kyler Murray's having a great season. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't do MVP concepts. I do expansion draft concepts where I ask if every player was available tomorrow based on age, based on everything, who would go first? That, to okay, me, is a better I, I metric than just yes. MVP. Because you can torture an MVP argument into, well, if you take them off of this team, they'd really, really suck. Like Aaron Rodgers pulled out from Green Bay. That team sucks without Aaron Rodgers, period. They suck with them. Oh. oh, you know what? I, I get the sense they don't have an edge to them, and I think that stems from Rodgers himself, who was just very chill and very – R-E-L-A-X, and I think they're cruising to the same kind of season they had last year, which is a great regular season. No teeth, no edge, no nasty, no multiple ways to win games, uh, and they're going to get bounced in the playoffs, I'm afraid. And then they're just playing the coach. It's a, it's a weird thing now, covering the team and talking about the team every single day, doing what I do for 97-3 the game in Milwaukee. It's just a different vibe than every other NFL city. And it's a different vibe with a quarterback who is so good. He knows he's so good. And at the same time, they're winning in part because the division is collapsing around them. The Bears completely suck. The Vikings are showing some signs of life. The the Dolphin, the, the, the uh, Lions are just bleh, whatever. No, they're, they're the Lions. Right. So and, minute, how is it a different vibe in Wisconsin? No, no, no urgency. No urgency oh. whatsoever. There's no frenetic, oh my God, they need to add this, add that. We have limited numbers of years in which this is all going to go right and Rodgers is going to have a chance to win a Super Bowl. We have to win this year. It is very ho-hum cruising along. I keep pointing out, and nobody wants to hear it, but it's true. I said, look at this team. Like last year, they are exceptionally healthy. They basically have everybody they're supposed to have. Guys have come in and out a little bit with an injury here or there. Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari. But look at the roster you're going to roll out on Sunday. It's way better than a lot of other teams that have been flattened by injuries. Yes, i.e. the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Exactly. So, yeah. Okay, so your number one pick is Pat Mahomes as the best player in the league. Yes. Who, who would be your? Who would be your? I, I, a buddy of mine. We were arguing today. Who are the? We were talking about uh, the five best players, and he said, 
uh, DeAndre Hopkins is hands down the best wide receiver. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. I don't know. Because you can't judge a wide receiver because it's too dependent on the, on the it's trigger. It's on the quarterback. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. I mean, but it was just fun arguing who was the best player in football right now. It's funny about wide receivers. You know, Adams had a huge game against San Francisco, which almost is you shouldn't even count it because. Of, by the way, There's San you, Francisco, they have nobody. Yeah. Can you mute your TV? I'm very sorry. I've got rabbit ears, and so that's all I can hear right now, and it's it it's very distracting. To, I you I know. All right, listeners, tell me, listeners, Jesus were you? Christ. Tell me, listeners, were you guys distracted by that? Yes or no? If it's no, then it's me. It's me because I've got rabbit ears, and I should be better than that, but I'm not. Okay. Uh, thank you, Jay. Apologize. This killed the people listening on on a one and a half speed, which I, <laughs> which I heard people do for podcasts, Did that... which might be the dumbest thing <laughs> in the history of life. Does that blow you away or what? It, it doesn't blow me away. It just makes me angry that somebody's that stupid to listen to some something at one and one half speed more. What is the point of that? They want to hear the takes, but they want to mainline them. It's sort of like freebasing <sighs> your podcast. You put it okay. in the, you put your podcast on a spoon, you put it over a lighter, you get it bubbling and nice and juicy, you put it into a syringe, and then you one and a half speed it. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry, but I just yeah. idiotic and stupid. But go ahead. No, so the Adams game against the Niners, he looked awesome. But it's it's the Niners. They had so many guys out. It's like how do you judge it? And he was like he was asked, Do you think you're the best wide receiver in football? And he said, Yeah, I do. But then you look around, and it's kind of like we have a weird age of receivers right now where there aren't that oh, three or four or five big guys. We have breaking news right now, breaking news. Breaking news. All right, let's the hear it. funniest thing in the history of basketball, LaMelo Ball has been drafted by Michael Jordan. At, at number three? At number three. Who went, I, who went number two, by the way? Oh, uh, uh, James Wiseman. All right, James uh, Wiseman. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, LaMelo I, Ball. Can't believe this. Uh, this is the the greatest player we've ever seen. Drafted the biggest hype machine ever. Did you? I don't think he's that good. I don't think he's that good. Uh, are you marveling at where Lavar Ball is right now? Basically nowhere when he used to be all over the place. Every every hack uh, producer had his number on speed dial so they could book him for their show so he could say something stupid. Yeah, I've now. I, I, I hated that. I've now forgotten if I talked about this last night with Glenn on the podcast. But to me, the unpersoning of LeVar Ball is the most fascinating media phenomenon I've ever seen. Because ESPN and Fox were addicted to him. Were they not? Two years ago? Every hack producer had his number number on speed dial. And he said... Right. And... uh, and now, now he is—he's uh, estranged from his first kid, Lonzo, yes. whom he cost probably conservatively a hundred million dollars on what would have okay. been a standard shoe contract. And instead, yes. it's like he's like somebody said, "Hey, man, do you want uh, do you want to buy milk in a gallon for two dollars and seventy nine cents?" Or what? By the way, what does a gallon of milk cost? That's embarrassing. I don't know this. Take a guess. Um, well, no, uh, if you, it depends on where you get it. Usually, uh, two two ten, two twelve. Uh, three three fifty one, three dollars fifty one cents per gallon of conventional whole milk. Not from uh, Sam's Club or BJ's. Okay, yeah. So instead of <laughs> instead of just taking instead of just taking the basic, you know, hey, I'll take you know a couple gallons of milk. 
He's like, no, I'm going to buy six cows. I'm going to build a barn. I'm going to go get 10 acres. I'm going to make my own milk factory. I'm going to make a shoe company. I've got no expertise in the shoe business. I'm going to price these shoes at an insane number, $500. And they turned out to be pure shit. (laughs) And Lonzo Ball nearly blew out his ankles playing in them the first time and then quickly abandoned them. Did not have a good business model. No, and it went bankrupt, and now it's out of business. And now I guess, uh, uh, not Leangelo, the middle kid, but uh, this kid, Lamelo, he's just going to sign a standard shoe deal for like $80 million, and that's smart for him. He signed with Puma? Yeah, Puma. Yes, Puma, yeah. Question, do you still geek geek for sneakers? No, I haven't got geek for sneakers since I had to buy sneakers on my own. Do you get geek for any kind of shoes? No. Uh, do you own any slip-ons like I do, which is almost exclusively what I wear? Slip-ons, no, Skechers. No, I, I, slip-ons, I, like, I, like to, I like to tie my shoes. Are, are, oh, you, oh, oh, you like to tie your shoes. Am I less of a man for wearing slip-ons like Skechers? Be honest. If you're, if you're, if you're between the well, – if you're 5 <laughs> or 85, you're allowed to wear slip-ons. Okay. Do you remember, do you remember the great Paulie Walnuts rant? About shoes yes, and yes. shoelaces. Because they hit the, in the bathroom because they hit the disgusting part. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and so you say, I like to tie my shoes. Why do you like to? Surely you don't like bending down and tying them <laughs> and them getting wet when they're on, in the piss puddles. You just, what? what is it you like about them? Being able to control the tightness of the lacing? Bending Bending down and tying my shoes, <laughs> yes. not a chore. Not well, a but chore. you said you like it, though. That's the thing. I, I, I don't like slipping. I don't like slipping. I've never. There. I've never. There we go. You just wash your hands. Then I tie my shoes. So what? I can't stand touching fucking shoelaces. <laughs> Ever go to tie your shoes and you notice the end of your laces are wet? From what? Why would they be wet? I got no fucking idea. You go to public bathrooms? You stand at the urinal? Oh, fuck. Come on, will you? He's asking me. I'm telling him. And frankly, it's important. Even if the lace is dry, and even if you don't touch the body of the shoe... They're eating in the back of the, uh, the... I think Satriales. Yes. Satriales, yes. i got to watch TV to figure out the world. Your average men's shit house is a fucking sewer. <laughs> you look at ladies' johns, you could eat maple walnut ice cream from the toilets. Maple and walnut ice cream. There's exceptions. But a men's? <laughs> Piss all over the fucking floor. Urinals jammed with cigarettes and more pop cakes. And they can pour all the fucking ice they want down there, my friend. It does nothing to kill germs. <laughs> Even if you keep your shoes tied. Silvio's like, okay, I've had enough. I'm not eating here. That's so classic. Are you less of a man if you watch The Crown on Netflix? Oh, sounds like you have started to. I have not yet started to watch The Crown. I, I watched women. I watched the Queen's, uh, the Queen's Gambit. That was that was really good. And what's that about? About a chick who in the sixties is a a, a uh, chess savant, and she's a little hot. She looks like a poor man's Emma Emma Stone. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. Okay, it's, it's, all right. It's, it's really good. And I, uh, how many chess movies can you think of? Uh, searching, let's see. Searching for Bobby Fischer. That's searching it. for Bobby Fischer is one. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, it. There it's had to be movie. some movie about speed chess in the in the inner city in the in the parks, like New York City's parks. Actually, actually, it was. It was a movie called Fresh about a kid who was a wow. Li- he was a, a little savant 
chess player and also used chess to outsmart drug dealers. Nice. I forgot about that movie. I forgot about that movie. Can you play chess? No. Neither can I. Never have. Right. I should learn, but at this point, what's the point? Th- th- thank you. That's on my fuck it list as well. Fuck it. It's too late. Yeah. Uh, I, I there's, yeah. there's bucket lists, things I want to do, and then there's fuck it lists, which is it's too late. There's no point in starting. Texas Hold'em Poker. I've never yes. played a single oh, hand of it. I like, I like it. I, I can't fish. I've never fished. <laughs> I'd what's say you're not point? missing much, but fishermen what's would say, point? oh, no. Yeah, what's the point? What is I the mean, point? what's the point now? Yeah. <laughs> what's the point now? <laughs> I know. It's funny, isn't it? Sitting the... in a boat for at, at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yes. If, it's 50 degrees. That sounds fun to me. If, Sorry. Right. If the fishing was hottest at noon, I think I'd oh. be more into it as well. Yeah. <laughs> The fact you got to get up and fish for the fish when they like to eat is what makes it problematic for a lot of us. I've never hunted, nor do I ever want to hunt. I, I went once, and I didn't quite enjoy it, but my brother loves it. I, I totally respect it. It's just not my bag. Uh, some asshole shot a white moose in Canada uh, this past week. There's like 10 white moose out there. They've got a rare recessive gene. It makes them like an albino moose. They look like this amazing – I saw a video of one of these things. It looks like a giant vanilla – chocolate moose that walks around with vanilla antlers and some asshole shot it and left it on the side of the road. That's fucking with I, karma right there, my friend. I'm like Polly Walnuts. You want to die a horrible death? Go shoot a white fucking moose that's a spirit moose that they say it's protected. Don't do that. I, uh, I've always, um, and, and hunters never give me the correct answer when they call it a sport. Oh, boy. A sport is mano y mano. Nah. Shooting, shooting a Who said marathon is a sport? That's an activity. Oh, so your definition of sport has to be mano y mano. Mano y mano. Wow, that's a narrow definition. So one against many, like... A, a competition. Like, okay, well, wait a minute. Hold on. You're getting out of sorts here. Is it mano y mano? So that would rule out... A lot of track and field. It would rule out auto racing, which some would say that's out because it's mechanically no, 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 no. You said you said what? You said what? Which would you say running? Yeah, yeah. I said marath- marathoning. Oh, marathon. I'm sorry, I didn't. I, sorry, is I marathoning a sport? You Mar- said no. Marathon is a sport. I'm sorry. I okay, got that, I got the mistake. Sorry. Marathon is a sport, of course, because it's a competition Are you, between comp- two people. Okay. Uh, is golf is not a (laughs) golf is yes okay it's you against the course against another guy that's a sport so what's not a sport that would be on the fringes fishing not a sport all right what about what a ping ping pong yes what a one it's tennis dart darts darts is a foosball foosball is a sport competitive uh, pac-man competitions king of kong Sport. <laughs> mano y mano hand-eye coordination. Okay, there you go. All right. Uh, Jim Nance would like to triple his salary when his contract I, is up this coming does, summer. He, he doesn't get – CBS will find somebody younger and match them with Romo and have a cool booth, and Jim Nance will be sitting on the side going, what happened? All right. Now, <laughs> Nance makes $6.5 million. 
of which at least three million goes to his ex-wife, who yeah. allegedly did not let him hang a framed oil painting of him given to him as an award from the downtown New York City Athletic Club. This came out in their divorce proceedings, which they they the reason this came out publicly was they couldn't settle which most famous rich couples do. And so it went to court. So like on the second day of testimony, they're having a sling mud in public and there was reporters covering it. And Jim Nance is like, well, I'm divorcing because she wouldn't let me hang this framed oil painting I was given as an award in the house. And it got really nasty and ugly. And that's when they're like, all right, do you want to settle this? And they said, okay, we've had enough. We're going to settle it. So he still has a $22 million crib on the, Pebble Beach with a miniature hole in his backyard, a 90-yard replica of Parth of 12 at Augusta. So there's that. He has his stupid wine collection. He's got his stupid vineyard vines, quarter-zip polos that are way too much money. He's got a fabulous fucking life, right? Is he really going to agitate to make more than 6.5 when his deal is up? He wants yes. Romo money. He wants $18 million. And you could argue, hey, he does way more. He does triple what Romo does. He's a heat. Well, Romo just does football. Right. Yeah. And Nance does the, the Final Four. He does golf. He does the Masters. He'll do the Super Bowl when it comes up on their turn, their rotation. In theory, he is absolutely worth a lot more than 6.5 if Romo is worth 17. But Romo got his before the pandemic hit. I was just going to say, now is not the time to complain about your money. I know. I I was just going. To, that was that was my point. You can't you can't bitch about money right now. Sorry, Jim. So if they if they get rid of Jim Nance, what what happens? They just plug some other announcers in there and say they dare people to say, okay, don't watch, don't watch because Jim Nance is not there. Don't watch the Masters. Don't watch the Final Four. Don't watch the fucking NFL. We dare you just because we wouldn't give Jim Nance a triple raise. As we have said before, everyone is replaceable. I know, but. I almost think that CBS needs Nance, though. He is the face of their sports division. You can't get a new face? I don't. You could, but they just typically don't. Now, they won't give him triple. I bet they'll they'll bump him up to 10. They'll find because, the money for 10. I mean, I'm not saying Jim Nance is not good. I'm not saying that. But I know. I'm saying you can't right now say, I want this amount of money in a pandemic where people are getting fired. I hear you. They're losing their jobs left and right. I hear you. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down or maybe a lot of money down on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with my bookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, 
And when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Uh, what do you what do you what do you think uh, <clears throat> what do you think happened with the uh, Pope's Instagram account that appeared to like a bikini model's picture? Have you heard I this did, story? I did not see that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she is a nasty ass Brazilian bikini model with a big old tank ass. And somehow it showed up that the official Pope Francis Instagram account liked it. I think what's most likely is that whoever's running it uh, poked on it to try to you know zoom in, <laughs> and that it liked. Yeah, that's what that happened. It liked. Yeah, yes. yeah. Instagram does not let you zoom in, which is oh, wow. unfortunate. Did you know She's that? She's a very attractive young lady in a nice little school uh, schoolgirl outfit that barely covers half her ass. Dude, look at that ass right there. Yeah. <sighs> Boy. Wow. Yeah. And it's how funny Barstool was the first to do a story on it. I know. I bet they swim in the just shallow end of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fun part of the pool, though. Come on. You know it, and I know it. It's the fun part of the pool. I, I, I do have a question for you. Here's, here's a so with the change in not not well the political landscape changing. Yeah. Who is less likely to survive? No, no I don't even want to say that. Let me say. Well, okay, well, I'll kick the coverage viewership go up oh, or will shit. it plateau? Yes. That's a question. Yes. Uh define viewership, page views. Not viewership, not viewership. <coughs> page Clips. views. I guarantee Eight you this, years, yes. Clay will claim that their record, their traffic has never been higher, that it's at okay. a record level. He'll claim that. Again. Hey, do you, okay, and, and, I, and I know you enjoy Whitlock. Take a look at every week when he does an article. I'm reading them. Are you reading okay, them? Okay, no, you, do you have his last five uh, yes. columns? Read, read me the titles of the last five. Read me the t- just I, the titles. Don't I, go in. I, I don't have the titles in front of me, but I know what they're about. It's a sailing. What, is, what, what it's are they a sailing, It's a sailing Black Lives Matter. Every fucking. <laughs> at some he point, he you, firmly believes it is a a negative movement that is trying to replace God with its own you know purpose as the new God, the new religion. His argument is that. Uh, the white liberal puppet masters want black people to make their skin color their defining characteristic. And he says that is not only wrong, but evil. And that's not what should be the defining characteristic. I can't speak to that. I'm white. It is every article. I wish I could pull up his last five because all of them have to do with race and all, all of them have to do with black people need to do this. And, and again, this is why I'm saying he play. He is he is a he's Chuck Berry. He knows how to play one style right now, yeah. and he and he plays it to one audience. Yeah, uh, obviously he feels very strongly about it. But uh, yeah, what do you want him to no, do? Right? No, 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 no. He doesn't. No, he, You he, don't he think he does? Very, okay. No, he feels very strongly because it's good for his bank account. Okay. And going on Tucker Carlson show, which by the way, this is you know that Stern's like best friend. 
I know. I remember when Tucker was sort of a, a small fish. Yeah. And and I he I, doesn't I get paid. He doesn't get paid to go on Tucker though. And you don't think so? N- no, I doubt it. I okay. doubt they pay for that. Uh, you know, it's a huge platform. I think most guests would say, "I'll happily go on for free." Okay. So, wow. I don't know. Okay. Um, here's the thing. What do you want him to do? Write a article about Jacoby Ellsbury's VORP over the last five years? I mean, you know, <laughs> what do you want? Him to just write about sports, I guess. Oh, yeah. Right? Call me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Call me crazy, right? Call How about something about sports? Yeah. Write about sports. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Susan Smith may get out of prison. Remember her? Holy fucking shit. I haven't heard that name in it kept, drew, 15 years. Wait a minute. How can she get out of jail? Uh, she drove her car into a lake yeah. in South Carolina with three boys strapped to their car seats in one of the most horrific whoa, 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 whoa. murders. You so fucking buried the lead. You so fucking buried the lead. Okay. She drove her car into a lake with her two kids. Yes, yeah, strapped in. And two then, sons, not three sons. Yeah. And then, did and then, what? And then blamed on a black, blamed yeah, it on a black yeah, man. Yeah. Don't yeah. bury the lead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I made up a carjacking story to police. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Don't bury the lead. Sorry about that. I know. How can she get out of jail? <sighs> That's a life sentence if I've ever heard one. I would hope so. Yeah. She's apparently oh been on her best behavior at the Leith Correctional Institution in Greenwood, spending the last 20 years behind bars. Do we have a picture? Not that. And by the way, she did it because her, her boyfriend at the time didn't want the responsibility of raising her kids. Yeah. Oh, Actually, God. no. Uh, she's been behind bars for 26 years, but the first 20 years were spent romping with prison guards, taking drugs, and self-harming, according to People Magazine and court records. However, she's been behaving herself these days. Her, oh, I'm so happy she's behaving herself. I know. In jail. Her parole date, her parole date is 4 years away. Um I don't know who's more irreprehensible her or Ray Caruth and Ray Caruth just got out. Uh yeah, Casey Anthony is another bad one. Never did not spend a day in jail though. I know. She's Question. Just walking around. Who would you no, fuck first, ask, Casey don't, don't, Casey don't, Anthony don't, don't, or Ghislaine Maxwell? G-Max or Casey Anthony? You have this thing for Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> don't find her attractive at all. I find her, her five best photos out of 20 from 10 years ago attractive in a middle-aged woman sense. And as a international woman of devious mystery, who is basically the underage madam for that sicko Epstein. Um, to 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 play in the uh, the kitty pole. Uh, speaking of attractive, ESPN has this. I've I've only seen her a couple times. I don't know her name, but I'm sure someone will email you. She's doing the draft. Maria Taylor, but watch out because there's a <laughs> there's a another hot black chick. Who works for ESPN and does NBA? I don't know who. I, I don't know. Rhea Taylor. Rhea Taylor. Rhea Taylor. Or you said Maria Taylor. I said Maria Taylor. <clears throat> watch out, because this chick is smoking. Oh really? Yes. And you have no idea what her name is. I have no idea what her name is. She she looks like a and I'm God a younger Sage Steele. Wow. Yes. Huh. <laughs> so Maria Taylor, don't act up because we can replace you. Really quickly. <laughs> Go ask Kari Champion 
<laughs> and Jamel right, Hill, who are right, tag teaming right. on a podcast right now. So yeah, right. Yeah. All right, here we go. Buckle up. We'll put a strong rep. Uh, God. Oh my God. I'm not a good guy. You go first. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, what you got? Uh, I was uh, at the store today, and there was a guy uh, yelling at the customer service rep because the, or I'm sorry, the customer service counter in a grocery store because they asked him to put a mask on. Oh my god! And, he's, and he was yelling at his at the highest pitch possible that it is his right not to wear a mask as a United States citizen. I just got a problem with any people who have a problem wearing a mask. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, I I say fuck that. Fuck you to anybody who can't put a mask on and just deal with it. All right, is Jay. That, is, that, is that asking too much? Hey, that opens a big discussion. You know, a big study about masking from Denmark was finally published today. Uh, you know what it says, you- right? They don't do anything, that, Jay. They don't. Oh, Jesus. They just okay. don't. I'm sorry. Right. It's okay. science, but, you know, you can believe it or not. But I don't th- I don't believe in making a big scene of it, that's for sure. So I can agree with you that making a big scene of it. Hell, there was a guy caught on camera uh, in a knife attack in a Brooklyn IHOP today because he was what? not wearing a mask. Yeah. They were asking. He pulled out his shiv? Oh, yeah. Pulled out a knife and then starts running wildly after people. It's crazy. This is not sustainable, though. That's the bottom line. We have to start thinking about what is a sustainable policy. But for those that are going crazy about masks, fuck those guys. Exactly. <clears throat> All right, here's one for you. Rapper Dupree God. Dupree Never G-O-D. Heard Never heard of him? Never okay. Heard of him. Uh, he has been arrested by the New York City police. He surrendered to them after he climbed on top of a bus with a flamethrower and started menacing all of downtown New York City. Are you kidding me? Hey, dude. Fuck off, man. We're trying to run a society here. You don't hop on top of buses with a fucking flamethrower. The the headline in the uh, New York Post is great. Singe City. Singe City. I mean... If 2020 had a spirit animal, it would be a rapper on top of a bus with a flamethrower in downtown New York City. All right, Jay. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you very much. Please drink some tea. I will. I'm going to go rest. In the meantime, I'll see you next week. Bye-bye now. All right, tonight's my bookie, Zabe Steamer of the Day. Akron did not cover the 22 and a half. All right, Mac is not my thing. Tonight, NFL week number 11. Seattle minus three against Arizona in Seattle. I love it. Give me Seattle minus the three. Uh, I'm catching them off a couple of losses. They're due to bounce back. Russ has been throwing interceptions. That's not his deal. He's going to tighten that up. Cardinals were dead to rights last week, and then they got off the hook with that miracle ending. So I'm going to take Seattle minus the three tonight on MyBookie. If you're not betting on sports, what's the matter with you? It makes everything a little bit more exciting. You don't have to bet a lot of money, five, ten bucks, whatever. Get your bet in. They've got a great app to do it. Tons of sports, tons of lines, tons of props. Most important, they actually pay out, which is very important. Use promo code ZABE to get your initial deposit matched up to 50%. But please read the rules on payouts for bonuses and matches so you're fully aware of what's entailed. 
You don't have to take the bonus if you don't want to. Oh, by the way, that's okay as well. We'll bet a little something every day here and just see how we do. Coronavirus stupidity is running rampant. Pennsylvania says you now must wear a mask inside your own home if there's people not part of your household, even if you are socially distant in your household. Great. How's that going to be enforced? Also, anyone who travels to Pennsylvania must be tested at least 72 hours before arrival. If you can't or won't get a test, then you must quarantine for 14 days. Uh, no. The order does not apply to people who commute to neighboring states for work or health care and will be largely self-enforced, so says Pennsylvania, which means it'll be ignored. They're passing, not laws, but they're passing measures that they know they can't enforce. What does that tell you about the stupidity of elected officials? Ohio has a 10 p.m. curfew. Stupid. Washington, no indoor gatherings at all. Stupid. California, hypocritical. Gavin Newsom. Didn't just break his own protocols by attending a birthday dinner. Did so with other health officials and then lied about it saying it was outdoors when it was actually indoors. What an asshat. New York City. Principals were told schools are closing on Thursday. That'd be today as you listen to this podcast. Speaking of which, Cuomo. Press conference. And he continues to be an unbelievably condescending asshat. Take a listen to the governor of New York. In a red zone in Brooklyn and Queens, and we close the schools? Don't you remember that? Okay, so don't, don't you, you so what are you talking about? What are you talking about? How, what are you talking about? You're now going to override. We did it already. That's the law, <laughs> an orange zone and a red zone. Follow the facts. I'm still confused. Well, then you're confused. I'm confused. And then I'll tell you what, Jimmy. Still, parents are still confused as well. The schools no, they're not confused. Tomorrow. You're confused. No, I think but parents read the are law. confused as well. You got to see him. He is leaning back in his chair with his arms back. This is a public servant. God, New York, you are getting it good and hard. You elected this guy. Ha <laughs> ha. Suck on it, New York. Read the law, and you won't be confused. But, Governor, but to follow Jim's question, are the schools going to be open tomorrow? The schools are open. By- <laughs> are the schools going to be open tomorrow? He dodges it by saying, the schools are open. And you won't be confused. But, Governor, but to follow Jim's question, are the schools going to be open tomorrow? The schools are open by state law. But will they be open tomorrow? That's the question. I think Jimmy's correct in, in asking that question. I don't think it's obnoxious at all. Well, I don't really care what you think. <laughs> uh, of course, you agree with him because you're in the same business with him. The schools, by state law. By state law. Well, what is the answer to you? And then he falls back to that. I, this is the uh, one of the largest population states in the country with one of the largest population cities, and these are the people running it. Holy shit. That that whole exchange reminded me of the great uh, scene in uh, in uh, Spinal Tap about are we doing Stonehenge tomorrow? Are the schools going to be open tomorrow? Can I raise a practical question at this point? Hmm. Yeah. Are we going to do Stonehenge tomorrow? No, we're not going to fucking do Stonehenge. <laughs> no, the schools are not going to be open tomorrow. Here's what's uh, the real tragedy of it. And I can laugh. I don't live in New York City. It's very sad for people who do. 
75% of New York City public school students are low income. 10% are homeless, literally homeless. And they were, were never going to have lobbyists advocating on their behalf. As one person wrote on Twitter, to my absolute astonishment, no one with any real power decided to step in and say, hey, wait a minute. These are the poorest and the most disadvantaged, and we're fucking them the hardest. Nope, nobody. Meanwhile, Cuomo also said this on the COVID-19 rules, quote, if you're socially distant, if you wore a mask and you were smart, none of this would be a problem. It's all self-imposed. If you didn't eat the cheesecake, you wouldn't have a weight problem. Wow. Even the supposed smart guys on that side of the aisle, like Nate Silver, said, I don't get why New York City feels bound to stick by a 3% positivity rule for closing schools when we know more about the virus now, including relatively low rates of transmission in schools. If I were a parent, I'd be furious. This is what we call when the smart people who have been too dumb to see this, what's going on, finally get it. On the vaccine front, the race is on for money, money, money. Do you know what government purchasing looks like for 400 million doses of a vaccine or more? Oh, boy. We going to make a ton of money. Pfizer came out and said our COVID vaccine is 90% effective. Everyone was like, yay. Two days later, Moderna said our COVID vaccine is 95% effective. Today, Pfizer said, well, our COVID vaccine is also 95% effective. Somebody guessed next week Moderna is going to say, our COVID vaccine is 99% effective, to which Pfizer will then say, but our COVID vaccine is 99% effective and cures cancer. Your move, Moderna. Moderna will probably say, well, our COVID vaccine is 99% effective and cures cancer and leaves you with a minty, fresh taste in your mouth. Meanwhile, another person on Twitter says, watch the science by press release and the worship of Pfizer. Nothing been proven, just a press release by the drug company. Hey, this works. Oh, yeah, it's great. Same people will then turn around and scrutinize a peer-reviewed real-time clinical trial on masks, which came out in Denmark. Just a sec on that. They say it's not the percent effectiveness of the vaccine that will drive adoption. It'll be the percentage of liability that rests on the manufacturer and currently that liability is zero because I believe they're going to exempt these companies, these drug companies, from adverse reactions and lawsuits. So good luck for all you first uh, first in line to get the vaccine. I hope it goes well. Uh, the mask thing. So there was the mask study that had been buried from Denmark for months and months and months, and it finally came out, and it was pretty much what a lot of people suspected. Those face diapers do nothing. 6,000 participants, which is a huge number for a trial, uh, broken out into roughly two groups. Both of them socially distanced. One group wore surgical masks. Those are the face napkins. The other other ones did not wear any masks. Uh, And the non-maskers got COVID at a rate of 2.1% of that group in the study. The maskers got it. 1.8% 1.8% of the time. So in other words, a mere 0.3% difference between the two groups. These were not N95 masks, which are of a different caliber, which would have offered more protection, but nobody can go around all day in public wearing N95s and be comfortable with them. No chance. Plus, you got to take them off. You got to throw them away a lot, 
et cetera, et cetera. Somebody joked saying, well, until they do a real-time controlled trial on my dirty <laughs> gator that I use to mow the lawn and its effectiveness, I won't believe anything. But there it is. That is a robust 6,000-person controlled trial on masks, and basically they do nothing. Now, you could say, well, the fallback is uh, they protect you. My mask protects you in case I'm (laughs) sneezing and coughing and everything else. There's no real proof of that either. It does pass the common sense test that if you're sneezing and spewing a lot of stuff, talking with a sore throat like I have, which is not really a sore throat, it's a blown out something, uh, then yeah, they could protect you. But this is science. So let's see all this. We're going to follow the science here. I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. You're just a woman with a small brain, with a brain a third the size of us. It's science. It's science. I hope this prediction is right. I said before we stumbled into this pandemic, we're stumbling through it, and we'll stumble out of it. I thought we'd be stumbling out of it a lot quicker by now, but apparently there's a few more stumbles to go. I believe this is all going to accelerate into a crescendo of nonsense and then unravel quickly. I hope. The current second wave, which is happening now, was something we were told probably would happen. So why are we surprised? No shock. We should not be panicking. We were never going to stop the virus. They just said two weeks to flatten the curve. We've done that. There's a second wave. I guess we've forgotten the fact that we can't stop the virus at this point, but oh well, here we are. Typically, these waves go about six to eight weeks. Wherever they are in, the, in whatever country, they can, you know, they've seen these waves and they go up and they go down. There's already showing a downslope of this second wave in Europe, so... That's going to repeat itself in places here in the U.S. But brace yourself for more stupid between now and when it finally, mercifully ends. That's my hope. Or maybe this pandemic goes on forever. Who knows? All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for bearing with me with my one blown vocal cord, which is really not a blown vocal cord. No, that's what the doctor says. I'm, again, I'm just repeating what the doctor says limping through the week and try to take it easy this weekend thank you so much for listening have yourself a great thursday and we'll see you tomorrow for football five ways friday Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down or maybe a lot of money down on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie 
never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it.